0: Yo, yo, welcome to my podcast, My Two Cents on Life. I'm your host, Coach James. Through my podcast, I will preach and teach you how to live a happy and healthy, authentic lifestyle through various topics combined with my own life experiences. Yo, y'all, thank y'all for listening to my podcast. Let's get started. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? welcome to my podcast where it's not personal it's just all love because love is love i hope everybody's doing great so y'all i wanted to take a uh i don't want to say take a twist or a turn but last week i did a podcast on overcoming addictions and how it impacts your life and today i want to talk a little bit about addiction prevention, because just as well as you know how addiction impacts you, I feel like it's very viable, very important for me to give you something as to how you can avoid addiction, because as you know, addiction ruins lives, it ruins families, it it, it it breaks a lot of hearts, it it, it sends people down in a spiral in, in a life that they never figured what that would happen right? And when I talk about addictions, I like to be politically correct. I don't want to just pinpoint and say, oh, it's the drugs, it's the alcohol, it's this, it's that. Because in reality, an addiction is an addiction. And an addiction can take you down no matter what type of addiction it is. And so, like I said today, I want to talk about some addiction prevention. I remember growing up as a kid in the 70s and the 80s, and some of y'all can probably resonate with me on this, Uh, There was this program we had, and the program was Don't Do Drugs, right? The D.A.R.E. program. And we used to have, I want to say it was an officer that would come to our school once a year and talk about drugs and alcohol. Well, one thing they would always say is that addiction can ruin your life. And I remember this as a kid growing up, hearing that. Like addiction can ruin your life. And as a kid, you kind of don't interpret things 100%. It's kind of one of those things you're kind of like, okay, I get it. Yeah, I know what you're saying. But as we get older, this stuff starts to really make a lot more sense to us. And we start to put the pieces of the puzzle together. And we're like, whoa, that is bad for you. It's not good for you. And so where I feel like we lack in schools and I don't want to be that guy to put school systems down, right? Because I respect teachers, I respect the school systems, but also I have to say that I don't feel like they do a great enough job of preparing us for life when it comes to addictions, when it comes to mindset. Yeah, we had to keep kids off of drugs, the dare program. But it didn't go into detail as to how how do you not get a uh grab on and gravitate to addictions, right? And and, and so because we didn't have that this world is struggling trying to figure out how do we prevent addiction. Well, luckily for y'all, I'm going to give y'all that today. We're going to talk about some ways you can uh, have be uh, prevent addiction, and that way you can take some preventative measures that way you don't find yourself caught up in an addiction, right? Number one, find a positive stress reliever. I feel like a lot of us look for stress relievers. And I don't want to so much call them stress relievers, but we look for things that make us feel calm. We, we look for things that that have what our hormones release. Is it the serotonin? Something like that that's going to relieve your body and make you feel calm. Like I said on the last episode, addiction, people like addictions because they want to feel calm. It's something in their body and in their mind that that it makes them feel like that everything is okay for the moment, right? And when I say for the moment, yes, for the moment. But we've got to find long-term solutions to help us stay grounded so we don't gravitate to bad addictions. So there's good addictions and there are bad addictions. And the ones I'm talking about today are good addictions, right? So back to my point, find positive stress relievers. Let's talk about some positive stress relievers. Yoga. (laughs) A lot of people are like, come on, James, yoga for real? Yes, yoga. You got to understand the way yoga works is that it it becomes a mental thing i know a lot of you like well you use your body you're stretching you're doing this but a lot of that stuff comes with with discipline mind disciplined Right, I can twist, I can turn, I could do the what they call it, the downward dog. I could touch my toes sitting down right i can I can stand up and 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 put my feet on the ground and my head and lean over. It's these little small movements that they have you do to where you it disciplines your body and it challenges you right and and once yoga challenges you. And you actually able to do the stretch, and you feel the relief from that stretch. Stress reliever. Here we go, y'all. When you feel the relief from that stretch, you're like, "Oh wow, this is really good." Yoga has taught me this. I knew a guy that I used to work with, and he was really big on the hot yoga stuff. Because I was asking him about it, because I was thinking about joining a hot yoga club. I just never did it. Like, I like to sweat, I like to sign up, but I don't know about being in a in a, in a room doing hot stretches with everyone smelling and looking at me (laughs) so so but he talked about how yoga saved his life from addiction from things that he was making bad choices with in life he says yoga changed my life james you would not believe and i'm here to tell you yes yoga can change your life you got to be willing to let, let yoga change your life right another good positive stress reliever is going to the gym Again, the gym is another mental thing, right? It's all about you setting discipline for yourself at the gym, your mind fighting through tough days. My biggest challenge at the gym is not the fact of me The me doing the workout it's me pushing myself to go to the gym when I've had a very long exhausting day I'm just over fatigued but I tell myself no matter what I'm going to the gym and so when I push myself to go to the gym doesn't matter the workout that I'm doing the fact is that I push myself to go to the gym it's that whole discipline thing I was tired I was exhausted but guess what I push myself to go to the gym and spend an hour and a half there and do a workout. So again, that's a positive stress reliever. You feel great when you leave, leave the gym. You feel satisfied. It's like, this, it's like this high that comes over your body like I did it and I feel great, right? Another good one and the big one for me is sending a sauna. The sauna is also another mental challenge, right? Can I sit in this sauna and keep sweating for another two minutes? Wait, how long can I sit in this sauna? This is too hot for me. Right. And you get to a point to where you start sitting in the sauna for five minutes Then you work your way up to 12 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, and then maybe even an hour. And some people I know have told me, Coach James, I can sit in the sauna for an hour and a half. I don't know how to do it. I can't do it that long. My longest stretch in the sauna is about 30, 35, 40 minutes. And then I've got to get out. I need to breathe. Right. But again, it's 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 a mindset thing. It's It's discipline. It's the mentality to fight through your, your mind. And again, for me, when it comes to stress relieving, oh, yeah, that's sauna. When I leave the gym, the last thing I so I do two things when I go to gym. I get in the sauna for five minutes. I want to start my body, start sweating. I want to feel like I've already been working out. That's like my, my warm-up, right? Some people stretch. Some people go on the treadmill and so on and so on. But me, I want to start sweating. I want My body to feel like it's been working out. When I'm done at the gym, I also get in a sauna because again, I like the way the sauna makes me feel. It brings me down and calms me, and it makes me feel relaxed in the moment. And I'm like, oh God, I just had a great workout with sitting in a sauna for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I feel so good right now. My body is pouring in sweat. My 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 my, my sweat glands are open. My pores are open. I feel like my mind is clear and open. My legs feel stretched out. My arms feel stretched out all these good benefits that I feel like I get from the sauna. So if you have not tried the sauna, try the sauna. It's a, it's a definitely a positive stress reliever for you. Pray. You know, a lot of people believe in prayer. They believe in in a spiritual counselor. And you all know, mine is Jesus Christ. I follow him. But when I pray to him, when I'm having a bad day, a bad morning, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, when I pray to Jesus and say God, I'm giving it to you. You know, a lot of those days, it, I really feel relieved. Some of the pressure has been relieved, released from me. Now, part of prayer is that you've got to be willing to let things go. And this is why I say it's it's also good for your mindset, and it's also a mental challenge. is because once you hand over your anxiety, your fears, and your worries to God, and you pray to him about it, you feel relief. That's how it works for me. I don't want to speak for you and tell you what you should feel, how you shouldn't feel, what is it going to do to you? But for me, it's an overwhelming, a relieving feeling when I let God just handle it. Now, your spiritual counselor may be somebody else. I'm not knocking whoever you choose for your spiritual counselor, but mine's just God right? Meditate. 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 A lot of people like to meditate. You know, y'all, I've not got there yet with meditating. I have tried to meditate and it just never worked for me the way I wanted to. Some people can sit there and just clear their mind for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, even an hour. I mean, just really sit and meditate. I've just never been able to accomplish that and maybe because i give up easy when it comes to meditating like okay i can't stop thinking my mind just keeps running my mind is it my mind runs a lot y'all just you know i think that's what makes me a brilliant and a great podcaster because my mind goes a thousand miles a minute i'm always thinking of these great ideas i wake up in the middle of the night and i'm like oh that's a great podcast idea really james it's 2 a.m in the morning go to sleep <laughs> go to sleep right i used to be so bad with it i would wake up with an idea, I would write that idea down. And if it was something for work, I would email myself in the middle of the night, something I just realized I had to do or didn't do that day. It's bad, y'all. So that's why meditating is it's a struggle for me. But like I said, I've, I've had some some clients tell me, hey, James, if you don't meditate, learn to meditate. It's got some great benefits. I'm gonna get there, y'all. I promise it's gonna take me some time. <laughs> but my number one stress reliever is gym. Number two is getting sent in the sauna. But my first one is always prayer, just you know. 75 hard. And the reason why I like this, this is a workout, just in case you don't know what that is. It's a its a workout and a mental challenge for 75 days. And what I like about it is that it has you do these checklist items every single day for 75 days. No sugar, no liquor, no drugs. Read, read 10 pages of a book do 25 pushups, go walking for an hour, get on a treadmill for 30 minutes. Y'all see where I'm going with this? It, It really, really, really makes you really think about things differently. And you're giving up bad habits. When you give up sugar, you're giving up a bad habit. That's also a stress reliever. You don't realize how much stress sugar puts on your body and what it does to your mind, right? No drinking. You also don't realize what drink, the benefits of not drinking dust for your body, because if you never quit drinking, you never know what it feels like not to drink. Smoking weed, right? A lot of people really big on weed, like, oh, weed is so great for you. It's legal now. Weed is this, weed is that. Yo, I'm here to tell you, if something reshapes and impacts the way you think of things, I don't care if it's legal or it's not. It's just not great for your mind or your body. And a lot of people say that, well, weed's not like the heavy stuff, and it's more like a lighter drug. It's not meth. It's not crack cocaine. It's not LSD and all those crazy drugs, the blues. I know it's not, but marijuana is still a drug. It still impacts the way you visualize things. It still impacts the decisions that you make. You know why? Because I used to be a big pothead, and I made some stupid-ass decisions while I was high. And I'm, I'm a pretty smart guy these days anyways, but it impacts that. And so 75 hard is good because it has you, it strips you of all those bad things, those bad habits that you have, those bad addictions, and it puts you on a clean, straight, narrow path. When I had to, when I was part owner of a gym, Delores, was one of the clients that would come, she was coming to the gym on Friday nights for my, my weight class that i had that i used to host and she started doing 75 hard in like 10 15 days into it she talked about how great she felt how much energy she how much energy she had how relieved her mind was because she let go a lot of the bad addictions and she was successful and i think after on her 75th day, they were asking her, are you going to go back to drinking? Are you going to go back to sugar? She's like, nope, I'm loving this feeling. I think she ended up losing like 35 pounds in 75 days, which is excellent, right? In 75 days, right? Not only that, she let go of some bad addictions and habits. So you, can, it don't get no better than that. So if you're a person that wants to change your life in 75 days, do 75 hard. No, I'm not co-signing for 75 hard. No, they're not sponsoring me in one of my sponsorships. But it's 75 hard. If you're listening, I can be. <laughs> but, but try 75 hard if you're struggling, right? Find a spiritual life. Y'all, the reason why having a spiritual life is so important because it grounds you, it, it actually gives you something to look forward to, it actually gives you something to lean on. We're not strong enough by ourselves to fight addictions sometimes. We're not strong enough by ourselves to have a preventive strategy to not have an addiction in place. We're just not. And that's why your spiritual life is very, very important. And I just talked about my spiritual life. So if y'all like that, what I say, I gravitate towards that. Or if you want to email me and ask me what is my daily ritual that I do daily for my spiritual life, hit me up. I'll let you know what I do. I got nothing to hide. But yeah, you need a spiritual life. Find one and find one fast, especially if you're trying to have some type of method to prevent addictions. I know for me, when I, when I fully invested in my spiritual life, and, and, and you've seen my, my inner growth. I didn't want to do any drugs. I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to watch pornography. I didn't want to do these things because my spiritual life kept me high. I was high on spiritual life. And and that's what that's why that is so great for addiction because you're high on spiritual life, right? You're not high on drugs, you're high on the spirit. It what it comes down to. And if you know anyone that's been through the drug abuse programs, the alcoholic Anonymous and all that other stuff they got out there, they, um, their program is based on following a spiritual counselor, which is God. I don't know if they particularly pointed to God, but I know some of them do in fact have a spiritual life and it's a spiritual counselor that they are giving themselves to every day. Get in community. You know why getting in community is so important? Because it puts you around other positive people that is They have the same fight you have to stay away from drugs, to stay away from alcohol, to stay away from pornography. When you're weak, they're strong. When they're strong, you're weak. You build each other up. You do things together. When you see one struggling, we throw you a lifeboat. We throw you a life raft. Right? That's why getting in community is very important. Positive influence. That's what it's all about positive influence. When I was going to church, I was part of the men's ministry. I was one of the leaders and a lot of the guys in in the class would come up to me and they would ask me, hey, what can I do to change my life and be more into God? Brother James, I see the things that you do how do you do that? How did you get to where you are in your walk with God? And so it was them wanting positive influence from someone who they watch be positive, right? And so getting in community is very important. And you getting in community doesn't have to be a church. It could be you with a, with, a, with, a, with a husband and wife, another couple, right? They're positive people. They don't have drama in their marriage, right? They try to live a spiritual life. They look for spiritual growth, right? You can find a band of brothers, a pack of brothers, dudes that, you know, or they're, they're willing to have this, they have the same frame of mind you have and that's to to find positive influences. Ladies, ladies, you're, you're great at holding each other accountable and keeping each other strong. Continue that. Fellas, we weaken that area. Women got us beat in that area. We don't share our struggles. We turn into just a, a ball of, of emotions. Women are really open. They share with other women. Fellas, if we could do what women do, a lot of us would be less, have less addictive habits. And I'm just going to say it. I said what I said. Self-growth. Leadership. Leadership programs. You know, in order to fight addictions, you got to grow internally as an as an individual as a person you've got to find something to fight fight for you've got to find your purpose you've got to find your why for life you got to find reasons why you don't want to be high all day you got to find reasons why being drunk all day longer at 10 a.m in the morning is not great for you and that comes from self-growth spending time with yourself alone 30 minutes to an hour every day back to what i said about the leadership program they got leadership programs out there that will help you overcome any mental issues that you're having struggle wise. Now, I'm not saying that the leadership program is going to help anyone with mental health. It might very well do that. Right. But if you've got an extreme case of mental health, I would encourage you to see a psychologist or someone else that can, you know, make sure you're chemically balanced. But leadership programs for people who don't have that issue are really great. I went through one and it helped me uncover a lot of things that I've been struggling with. It put me on a whole new path to a new life. And that's why I'm doing this podcast, y'all, because that leadership program helped me out a lot. Also, for self-growth leads to self-care. Shows you care about yourself. You know, if you care about yourself, you don't want to be smoking a cigarette every hour. You're killing your lungs. You're killing your heart, Right. It, it keeps you not wanting to be addicted to these bad things that destroys your body because you love yourself enough. You got enough self-care for yourself not to fall down that path, right? So find a way to find, to find self-care for yourself. And then next, self-love. I just talked about self-love. But loving yourself is very important. You know, I feel like when you get to a point of loving yourself to a certain extent, you can forego all your negative emotions about yourself. You can forego all your negative emotions about your past. But you've got to be willing to be that person and just let it go. Let it be. Right? And how do you do that? Self-growth. Again, self-care. And those things lead to self-love. Purpose. Find your purpose. We all got a purpose in life. And if you think your purpose is to to have an addiction, you got the wrong purpose in mind. And that's 100 that's the wrong purpose to have. Your purpose ain't to be high all day long. Your purpose can't be to be drunk by 8 a.m. every morning. That is not a great purpose. That leads to two places, either jail or the grave. And I said what I said, and that's just being honest. So if y'all really want to find a a coping mechanism or a preventive measure measures to not have an addicting habit or have an addicting personality, do these things I just talked about. Get in community. Find a positive group to hang with. Focus on self-growth, maybe getting a leadership program, self-care, self-love, and find your purpose. You do all those things, you can enjoy life and be happy without an addiction. But would you not having purpose in life, you're gonna keep falling to addictions because your purpose is addictions? See how that is, y'all? If your purpose is an addiction, that's all you're gonna have. But if your purpose is to be a podcaster, you're gonna be a podcaster. If your purpose is to be a positive influence, you're going to be a positive influence. Don't mean you don't have habits still. You know, I'm a podcaster and I still struggle with habits, but I got a coping mechanism. I got strategies I do to to not want to be drunk by a certain time. Right. But you overcome all that. You can enjoy life. You can be happy. You can quit with the self-sabotage, but you've got to put in the work, y'all. I always say this. I could lead you to the water, but I can't make you drink it. I can give you every solution in the world that's the best solution for you and those around you. But if you don't drink the solution, you don't take the solution, you don't take the actions, you're going to always be a person with an addictive personality. So are you ready to change? I'm ready for you to change. I'm ready for you to say, Coach James said this and I did it and I feel great. I'm ready for you to share with someone, Coach James said this, go listen to his podcast. That's where I'm at right now, y'all. So anyways, so y'all, I started another podcast called Fast Forward Mindset Motivational Podcast, and it's all about the mindset. Uh it's currently on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So check it out. So y'all, do me a favor, subscribe to this podcast because once you subscribe, when a new one comes out, you'll be the first one to know. You'll get an alert that says, "Hey, Coach James has a new My Two Cents on Life podcast out." And that'll give you the idea to know it's there and to go listen to it. All right, so subscribe, leave comments on my podcast. Let me know how I'm doing. You like my podcast, you don't like my podcast. Coach James is not meeting the mark. Coach James is meeting the mark. Y'all, no one likes constructive criticism, but I do. It's a hard pill to swallow, but I'll take it, right? When someone leaves a comment about me, I'll be the first one to read it. I wanna know what it says, right? I wanna know how I can improve and be a better podcaster for you. I want to know what I can do to improve my downloads and my listeners. And I want to know what I can do to keep you engaged. But I don't know unless you leave me comments. So do me a favor, leave me comments, subscribe to the podcast. And as I always say, practice self-care. And that's what this is soon, y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Have a wonderful day. God bless. And I love y'all. Peace.